Oh, <laughs> pop that pussy like popping pussies going out of style. Pop that pussy while you work. Pop that pussy up in church. Uh-huh. Pop that pussy on the pole. Pop that pussy on the stove. It sounded like an extremely dirty Dr. Seuss to me. <laughs> it's like, will you pop God, that pussy on a train? Right. Will you pop that pussy down the lane? I would not, could not pop that puss. I would not, could not. I'm no wuss. Like, it's just... <laughs> bars! Yeah. Oh, Jamie's got bars. <laughs> Oh, yeah, uh, boom, yeah, what should we discuss? What's in the world today? Something wrong with the world, mama. People acting like they ain't got no mama. No <laughs> All right, so Black Eyed Peas, okay, our Black Eyed Peas, do, is that a black album? <laughs> um, Black Eyed, well, I certainly couldn't, rec- I certainly couldn't give it to you. Yeah, it's a black album. Yeah, <laughs> but white people also love Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Arguable that they like them more? I think there was a range. I think it, I think it happened (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I would call i'd qualify black eyed peas as uh maybe well maybe this is what you've been talking about a little bit caleb where it's like once upon a time it was definitely black music and now i would say (laughs) it's not (laughs) we are we are putting on the black eyed peas like we're not doing but we're not we don't hate them We we don't diss them but like we're not really putting them on but that whatever the the party one where you go through the days of the week, white people are still playing that song. Where it's like Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Sunday, Tuesday. <laughs> party every day. Pa-pa-pa. Fuck yeah! Yo, you're right. I do like that song. <laughs> you literally oh sang yourself into being hyped, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I did. I legitimately sang myself into being hyped. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's some Yiddish in that song, too. They hit a Lahaim in there. They do. They do. Drank. Lahaim. Do we want to get going? Just do it. You, you, you lead us off here, buddy old pal. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the other side of the tracks. My name is Jamie Driscoll. And I'm Caleb Rainey. And this week, we hear from all the unborn chicken voices in our heads, and the only time where a lady is when we lay these hoes to rest, because we listen to... (laughs) Because we listen to... Oh my god! Uh, We listen to Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy and Radiohead's OK Computer, and we have Mm -hmm. some thoughts. I would like... I have to... I want to... So... I wanted to save it, but I was so excited. I think the only time I'm a lady is when I lay these hoes to rest is my favorite line from anything we've listened to so far. It is <laughs> when I, so good. 
when I heard that, I flipped down my fucking headphones and just stood up and walked around my apartment <laughs> wide-eyed for a minute. I was like, holy shit. She fucking brings it. <laughs> Undeniable. So, so, yeah, I guess... Bar. Uh, <laughs> I guess we should. Well, what do you, let's leave it up to you. Do you want to start with uh, Cardi B or you want to start with with? Radiohead? I think we should start Cardi B. I think Cardi B is calling it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was an experience listening to this album. Overall, I, re- I I genuinely enjoyed it. Okay, okay. I wondered. There were moments where like I went in and out of of like confidence and how you're gonna feel about this this album. Yeah, there. The, I think what I liked most about it. Uh, that's going to come up over and over as I'm talking about it is, is she, she's doing exactly what she's saying. Like she's, she's, yep. the, she's the real deal. When she has a song called, I like it like that at the end of the song, I know exactly how she likes it. And I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> she's not bullshit. All right. She's not bullshit. No, she's a real one as it's known. So yes, yeah, so let's uh, give a little, little history for Cardi B. I'm going to try and pronounce her, her birth name. Uh, Mm. Bacalis Marlenis Alamanzar was born in Washington mm. Heights, Manhattan on October 11th of 1992. So she's a little older or younger. She, she's a little older than I thought she was. Like she's, yeah. I, thought she, I thought she was in her early 20s, but she is not. Mm-mm. She just looks young, you know, she's got good work. Oh, and she lets us know how good she looks over and over again. <laughs> uh, she she spent most of her time uh, with her grandmother in Washington Heights, giving her such that her that thick, unique accent she's got. That's this mm-hmm. weird or or I shouldn't say weird. I should say distinct, mm. like Latino, Latinx and uh, New York vibe. I don't know. It's It's a really oh, yeah. unique an interesting accent, almost like a a, a, a signature of hers. Mm-hmm. It's said that her name comes from her previous nickname of Bacardi, the brand name Rum, and she had to change it because of like fucking copyright issues. To she just switched it, so instead of Bacardi, yep. she's Car- she's Cardi B. Uh, she- <laughs> She also claims to have been a member of the Bloods at age 16 and has stated mm-hmm. that she, quote, would not encourage people to join the gang. <laughs> Good, Cardi. So, yeah, thanks, Cardi. Uh, she attended Renaissance High School for Musical Theater and Technology on the Herbert Lemon High School campus. And uh, she worked at a local deli before being fired, and her manager suggested she become a stripper across the street. And that's exactly what she did. Okay, wait, 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 Should your manager tell you to be a stripper? But I guess you're already getting fired, so does that count as, like, workplace harassment? I guess not, but it's still fucked up. Like, that seemed like a weird thing to be like, <laughs> you worked at this deli, but I could tell you're pretty hot, you should be in entertainment uh, stripping. That just seems wrong to me. Knowing what we know about Cardi, uh, uh, Miss B, I'm pretty sure it wasn't <laughs> an... A- I'd be willing to bet it wasn't an a- uh, amiable firing. I-, I-, I don't think it was like, listen, Cardi, I-, I don't think we can keep you on. I bet she pulled some shit. And she's like, why don't you go be a stripper across the street then, toots? And he put- flicks a cigarette at her. Voice. But uh, Cardi states that stripping was very positive for her. She was able to go back to school. She pulled herself out of poverty and even escape a violent relationship with all the money that she made there. So the manager kind of made a good call. <laughs> and I also like... 
I also like that she told her mother she was babysitting while she was actually stripping. I guess no, some... I did not yeah. know that. That explains uh, some of the strange hours, I suppose. So oh, I didn't know this. She joined the cast of a reality TV show called Love and Hip Hop New York. And that was and she was considered that season's breakout star. Did you know she got her start on like a reality TV show? Like I've seen footage of her in that show. So I knew she was in a show. I just like didn't know the timeline of like when she was into music and when she was doing that. Like I didn't know that stuff. But now she's she's a character. She is a character. Oh, and we always knew it. Very much so. Uh, she, her first musical debut was on uh, Shaggy's remix to Boom Boom in 2015. That was the first time she was uh, featured on an album. Uh, so I I work at a bar here in Chicago, Geo's Bar and Grill. Come see me. And we do karaoke every Friday and Saturday night, which are the mm. nights I work. And I've heard Shaggy's It Wasn't Me so many fucking times. Every time. Now, it's got to be every, every time. Every single time. And everybody thinks it's the funniest thing in the world to get up there and just be like, for the shaggy thing and, and, and just do nonsense. And I'm like, yo, everyone does that. All right, that's all. <laughs> but it's hilarious. It's original too. It is. Uh, in 2017, Cardi would sign to Atlantic Record and release her second mixtape, uh, Gangsta Bitch Music Volume 2. Gang, gang. <laughs> and she was... Uh, that year, she was nominated for Best New Artist and Best Hip Hop Artist at the BET Awards in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bodak Yellow, this was the, the single that kind of blew her up. Mm-hmm. It was a breakthrough hit in 2017, reaching number one spot on the Billboard charts, making her the first female rapper to do so since Lauren mm-hmm. Hill. Lauren Hill Which is coming. why I gave you this album. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, I got, I got some comparisons. I'm so happy. So... Uh, Invasion of Privacy was released in 2018 to major accolades, and the New York Times called it one of the most powerful debuts this millennium. Mm. And she mm, also mm, became mm. the most streamed album in a single week on Apple Music. So, whoa, this, this album hit, and it hit hard. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta tell you, I gave you this album, but I hadn't listened to it for a while. So, like, when I went to do my my like passive listen. I was like, oh my God, I just gave Jamie a banger. Like, I, like, I, like, I just had it. <laughs> I was sitting here like, oh shit, this one's good. Oh yeah, and this one, oh my God. Uh, so I was pretty excited because I got to like re-fall in love with this album. And, and so it was just fun for me because it was one that I hadn't like listened to in a while, but I was like, obviously got to give it. Like it's, it's Cardi B. Yeah, yeah. I, well, and, and I'm glad you did. It was like I was, I was, in, I was in for it. So yeah, we start off with a uh, get up ten. Mm-hmm. What I appreciated about a lot of this album actually was the music was almost served as a platform for her, like vocal stylings, rapping, singing, whatever. Like there's mm-hmm. not a lot musically going around. It's it sounds like sirens going off with a light twinkling piano against these like harsh fucking lyrics, and she comes out <laughs> and tells us. So much about her right off the bat. She was a stripper. Mm -hmm. Never thought she'd be one. Don't fuck with her money. Like, she's coming out saying all this stuff to, like, basically saying, like, she's bursting through the wall like the Kool-Aid man and being like, guess what I like? (laughs) Here's me. Here's me. I love the line, uh, I'm a real bitch. Only thing fake is the boobs. 
Yes. I wrote that line down. I was like, that's a good line. That's a good line. Bars. I got enough bras. Y'all ain't got to support me. Is another line I pulled out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the line, bitches stab you in the back while they're smiling in your face. That's powerful imagery, too. Mm-hmm. Her rap prowess is on full display. Like, there's nothing getting in the way oh, yeah. of her just rhyming and her lyricism and her like it's it's i feel like she succeeds for me in a way that lil wayne wants to oh what a statement jamie or (laughs) (laughs) like she they have the same kind of deranged unhinged energy but something Mm. about Something about her lands for me in a way that Lil Wayne doesn't. <laughs> I would are say, these like I would big? Say, are these big words? These are I, these are interesting. <laughs> um, you might you might make some people mad, but I think I think one of the key things here is like, and this is a, a thesis term, like for that I thought of for you, um, is like this has a level of authenticity that sometimes Lil Wayne just like didn't have right that's like precisely everything it. she says is authentic even though it is still character and there's something super interesting about being an authentic character what is that yeah I th- that 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 hit the nail on, on the head yeah there's something there's there's a layer of authenticism to her that i feel like lil wayne does not have come at me lil wayne fans he's a lot of people's top five so you're you are starting a little something wow um. wow oh my god <laughs> and she's mad she is mad she's talking about running up on people killing them mm-hmm. headshots smacking bitches it's like, all right Jesus uh, Christ. the line i loved was and you're gonna have to learn to hold your tongue or hold the gun and i was like oh yes. <laughs> she's coming out swinging and I, of course, I love I love the line that she repeats, "Knock me nine times, but I'm gonna get up 10. I was like, "Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. thought. You know, nothing gonna keep me down." And yeah. uh, the the line, "I'm gonna make a fuck pretzel feel me," <laughs> bold. And uh, this is, I mean, she comes out claiming her sexuality hard and often, oh, yeah. and this is mm-hmm. it's one of the first times where I'm like, oh, Jesus, like, it's a little scary. I'm a little scared of you, Cardi B, but also I want to look at you. Yeah, like, I also am not, not interested. Yeah, I'm, but, like, be, t- take care of me. Uh, that's the, Those are all my thoughts. Me. <laughs> those are all my thoughts on Get Up 10. Yeah, so I love, I love this. I think this is a great way to start an album, right? So, like, you have yes. this, like, vulnerability, authenticity, but also the fight, the, 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 the grind is in there. You mentioned the sirens. I love that you did that. I think you're right about the whole thing being musically like, uh, what's almost simple. Like it does just set the platform for her to time and time again, Cardi B has a cadence that just gets you, that grabs attention, Mm -hmm. that sticks with you, that you ride with. And you're like, oh, we're in this, we're, we're in this shit. There's something great about the way that she, her cadences are so unique, but so distinct and, captivating you pulled out a lot of the great lines that i love so i don't have anything too much more to say i think one thing that's going to be big throughout this whole album is like these echoes and these call and responses these saying something and then someone like the background vocals repeating and or commenting back that's like a thing that happens throughout this whole album that i hadn't really paid too much attention to before sitting down with it seriously for this listen okay 
Next, we got Drip. King Dude dripping. Drip, drip. King Dude dripping. See? Like, you sing it, and you sing it, and you sing it. The weird thing for me, though, is that a certain, it always sounded like the guy, I know he was saying King Dude dripping, but it mm-hmm. always sounded like he was saying King Dude driven. Oh. Like, I know he it wasn't saying it, but I kept hearing driven. <laughs> anyway, I like the deep bass and, and the simple synth- synthetic horns, maybe. Right. It's coming through the uh-huh. And uh, so to for anyone who doesn't know, not that I had to look it up, was uh, to come through dripping uh, means extremely fashionable <laughs> or sexy. Yep. Um, okay, this makes me think of uh, drip is such a funny word to me because it's actually not in my vocab. Like, I don't say it, but I understand it. And it's a it's a thing that I know. But it makes me think of have you ever seen the TV show Black AF? No. So Black AF AF is a TV show about the writer of Blackish. Oh. Yes, the creator of Blackish then creates a show about him creating Blackish. Wow. <laughs> or his post life after having created Blackish. Because a lot of like the main character on Blackish is Andre's character, right? Um Andre's his name, I think. Anyway, uh the main character of Blackish, the the dad is very much based off of the creator of Blackish. And so he just like does another show and it's Black AF. And anyway, they talk about, um, they have a series. This is a long tangent. Every episode is titled Because of Slavery and like for another reason. <laughs> um, it's very oh funny. My God. Uh, <laughs> and one of them, it talks about fashion, talks about how we have, Black people have made up so many words for being fashionable, like for looking good, for having style. And Drip is one of them. And that's how I got there mentally. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, yeah. It was such a long tangent, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no. watch Black AF, it's so funny and so good. So uh, the the first line I pulled out is, uh, go down, eat it up, don't drown, mac and cheese in the bowl, how it sound, I got that gushy. (laughs) And... The only I know I know mac and cheese has somehow become synonymous for 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 pussy, and I uh-huh. think it dates back to a vine. Do you know that vine? No. Where this there's a there's this vine where this Arab woman mother and her son is standing by 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 the stovetop and she's mixing macaroni and cheese in a pot, and the kid goes, "Hey mom, that's what good pussy sounds like," and then she hits him. What? That's no. I think that's where the mac and, <laughs> macaroni in a pot comes from because I know that's in WAP as well. Macaroni oh, yeah. in oh, a yeah. pot. Yeah. And oh, I liked I put I I liked that she says I got to work on my anger. I was like that is some self awareness. <laughs> I like that. I would say she's self aware of this whole album. Oh, absolutely. But I I, I just appreciated that some self awareness is coming through early on. Mm. So I was like maybe that's why I can I can vibe with you because you're 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 giving mm. me all kinds of bravado and whatnot, but you're also saying, you know, I've got some things to work on. <laughs> Freakazoid Lightning. I could not yeah. believe that they referenced the WB cartoon Freakazoid. Are you familiar with Freakazoid at all? I'm not. I caught that and was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so Freakazoid was uh, an animated show on the WB in like 1996, 1997 that was very much off the backs of like Animaniacs and Tiny Toons. Oh, and it was just a, okay. It was just a very, very silly superhero cartoon show. One of the things Freakazoid could do was travel via bolts of lightning. Okay, that's dope. 
And so that's it. That's the line. There's this weird theme, or weird to me, I can't believe cartoons, old cartoons keep coming up over and over again in these black albums you give me. I mean, well, oh, maybe we maybe we can make the argument that cartoons are so non-racial, like that black and white people just really love cartoons. It's a generational thing, maybe. Yeah, we found something unifying. <laughs> Even though we have to acknowledge like there were still very many problems in the cartoons, but yeah. Sure. Uh, next line I pulled out was uh, for the cash I'm gonna turn into Michael Myers I know he's referencing Michael Myers from Halloween but I just I like to imagine that he was talking about uh, Mike Myers from SNL and uh, and uh, <laughs> Austin Powers and oh and we can't we can't go too much further without talking about SNL without acknowledging the passing of Norm Macdonald do you know Norm Macdonald oh uh, yeah I know him because I have a, a white buddy who really loves him <laughs> He wasn't in my like top ten personally, but he was an important voice in comedy. And just want to say, R.I.P. Norm Macdonald. I didn't. I'm pretty sure he'd find it a little funny that he's getting a shout out on a while we're discussing a Cardi B album. <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, I did in honor of him watch like his his moth joke. Right. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> so good. I, oh, I really like this. I don't. I don't know who the second dude rapping on this was, but I really like the second Quavo. dude rapping. Do you, Qu- Quavo. I like Quavo. <laughs> Is it the cadence? I think so. I, you. I think mm-hmm. you know what kind of rapping I like now. I know. I, I like. I get it more and more. I'm like, oh yeah, he's gonna like that feel right there. <laughs> yeah. The line "water in my ear" gave a pretzel wet willy, and then they, then they reverb <laughs> wet willy like to make sure, like really drive home a wet willy. And uh, funny story about a, a wet willy. One time at a rehearsal, I gave – this is in college, mind you. I gave somebody a wet willy, and it was clearly like I crossed a line. Like I broke a boundary. Like it wasn't funny. He did not appreciate it. And what I did to make it right is I put a dry finger in his other ear and then put it in my mouth. Um, No, that's not right. It, that's... And then <laughs> – and then I called it an unpleasant Thomas. <laughs> that, I was just in panic mode. I was like, oh, dude. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. And then like, I ah, reversed ah, it. This is how to then, undo I mean, it. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense in a way, but. Um, I don't. Uh, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to give you that. Uh, I'm a okay. little. It feels almost like a follow through cyclical thing that I. Just... <laughs> <laughs> well. I felt bad, and I still feel bad. So I'm sorry, John. Ah, uh, uh, man. <laughs> I pulled out the line uh, "shooting at civilians," and I'm like, "Come on, we 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 can leave we can leave civilians out of this. Do we got to go for civilians? Nah, drive-bys, baby." Ah, uh. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's dis- cool. Your disappointment in that? Nah, come on. <laughs> We're better like than it. that. <laughs> I think we are. I think we are better than that. I think we are. We could shoot other uh, people, just not the civilians. Come on. Yeah, they're not involved. <laughs> By the very definition, they're not involved. Why are we hurting people? Come on. It is. Okay, so for, I have to name that at first, I hated this song. I hated oh. the drip drip. Like, I, hate, I, it, I was like, what is going on here? And then it just got me. And now I love it. Now, anytime it comes out, I'm like, all right, okay, okay. I loved Cardi's line, uh, I got to stay out of Gucci, right? And you're like, what? It's like, because I'm going to run out of hangers. I, she, like, gives this yeah. appropriate space 
that you're like, is she trying to say she broke? Like she's spending too much money? No, she's running out of space for it all. So Migos, I don't know. Do you know Migos at all? Uh, so no. who, who, that two features on this on this song, right? Is all three of the, uh, three people who are in Migos, which is a, a group, right? A rap group. Uh, they did Bad and Bougie, which I'm sure you've heard. I or don't you... believe I have. Oh, wow, maybe I should give you Bad and Bougie. Um, <laughs> uh, that's I don't know what to say about that now. Now I'm just, I'm unsettled by you not. Oh wow, I really I really you're you're knocked off your game. You can't believe I've never heard bit, Bad and Bougie. Yeah, yeah I just that's I, yeah. It's it's you know the raindrop, drop top. Smoking on the no, okay, it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, well, no. you, I feel like if I play it for you, it's fine, it's fine. Maybe I'll just give it to you. Also, to note, the first guy who does a verse offset is actually Cardi B's fiance at this time. Oh, yes, and they're gonna have a baby. Uh, I, I don't know if she's expecting at this moment or not, but that's just a fun fact. Oh, Mazel Tov. <laughs> right, uh, but that is all I have about drip uh migos all that uh we can keep going all right uh next up we have bickenhead mm-hmm. what's bickenhead what is it <laughs> so this is this is you know on theme with with cardi adding bees to things to like change to 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 reclaim them name them differently but they're the same thing so it's a chicken head okay Okay. Which have you have you heard women being referred to as a chicken head? No. Oh. oh okay. Uh, <laughs> oh. that so, chicken head? Is that like bobbing your head back and forth, like that kind of thing? No. No. Chicken head Uh-oh. is just like a derogatory term for women. Like it's like a actually don't know, I don't know where chicken head derives from. I know it's a it's a bad word. Not a bad word. Oh, okay. It's not necessarily a. It's it's calling someone a hoe, right? Like, go ahead with your little chicken head hoe, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not a positive thing to be a chicken head, chicken headed hoe. Um, (laughs) Okay. So I don't know why. I I haven't done the history. Okay. Do you want to speculate Uh, right now? (laughs) uh, Chicken head is an American English slang term that is typically used in a derogatory manner towards women. The term mocks the motion of the body while performing oral sex on a man but contains social characteristics and cultural relevance as well, and is frequently heard uh, in popular hip-hop music. So yes, it is the motion in which you are uh. <laughs> sucking dick. Oh. Like when they're oh. eating seeds off the ground. Yeah, I see it now. Vividly. Thank you. <laughs> the, 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 the first line I pulled out is, uh, this one goes out to my nasty hose. Uh, but I thought maybe maybe there's some reclaiming happening here, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I I a little bit. Uh, I think you're right. Line, I think I think lean into that. The next line I pulled out was uh, "Lawyer is a Jew. He gonna chew up all the charges." And I'm like, whoa! But I feel like sometimes I feel like sometimes I don't I don't know exactly how to put this. Say it. Like, say what you want to say. <laughs> it's like I, I'm not sure. Like just because you're black doesn't mean you get to be like my lawyer's a Jew, so he's gonna be so great. I'm like. Dude, you can't go around just calling lawyers Jews, like, or, like even if they are Jewish. But like, making that claim is still is like equally bad. Even though she's like yep, a woman it's... of color and like Lati- like whatever, it's like I'm not sure it's cool to just be like, yeah, my lawyer's a Jew. Like, dude, chill. <laughs> I mean, it's tricky, right? It's tricky. It's the same way as we had that Rick Ross line that was like, uh, 
what is it? Uh, I'm a fat nigga in a sauna with you <laughs> or something. Yes, yeah, I'm like, yo. I'm not sure uh, it's, it's I, I'm not sure it's cool to say the word Jew, to be honest. Like, I think you're supposed okay, to say... It's really not well. okay to say sauna in this day and age. Yeah. Sauna's bad. <laughs> no, I think you... Jew's not a bad word. You could be... You are a Jew. Like, if you're a Jew, you're a Jew. That's not bad, right? Wow, am I gonna... Am I gonna get in trouble on this podcast? See, I think... <laughs> welcome to my world, baby. I think there is a stand-up bit, and I don't... So I don't want to rip off it too much, but there's... I believe it's a Louis C.K. where he's like, Jew is the only word that becomes a curse word when you put stank on it where it's like oh yeah that guy's a jew <laughs> where it's like oh yeah that guy's a jew or it's like oh that guy's a jew <laughs> yep and then it gets ba- oh right that is uh, so, okay so right but i think that's the thing right because being jewish if you are jewish you're like i'm i'm jewish i'm i'm a jew all my fellow jews did they but now i just sounds like i'm saying the n-word in my head and i could replace that sentence and it would have been the same thing yep so that's that's what that's kind of the energy i pulled that uh, out with. oh i, I no. like i really like the line hose down g's up i don't know what it means but it's fun to say uh we could break that down probably hose down well, g's I mean, up you get it you know the hose are down they're down and the g's are up so the g's we got the money baby She's always got the money. Oh, there's not a song okay. in here that doesn't have money, man. <laughs> I, I noticed there's a lot of anger directed at women specifically with the line, bitches in my vision, then she's a target. Ho- hoes are keying up your ride. You used to hate my guns, etc. It seems like there's a lot of anger towards women. Have you noticed mm-hmm. that? Yes. And I was thinking about this balance, right? Because we have to acknowledge that Cardi B is like hard as fuck, right? Like that's she's made that very mm-hmm. clear. So then the question is like, who in this public rap game does she attack, right? And there's an interesting thing in which I would argue it is more accepted for her to be so hard in beating up other women than so hard being like, I'm going to shoot Offset or so like some other like Trap King, right? Uh, which I wouldn't call Offset, but that was just a name I thought of. Um, so I think there's something to be said about like still this gender divide. She wants to be hard and she has to beat up someone. Who does she beat up? It has to be other women. Also, it seems like these other women are really hating on her and I can kind of buy it that they are, right? Uh, she's a character that you have to kind of, <clears throat> I would say, learn to get along with probably. Yeah, I just believe it's more accepted for her to be fighting women than to be fighting men. And this is gangster in the way that she she's like she's a blood she's killing people but it just would not be accepted if she was killing men like i think it's i think it's a i think it's just part of that but also women are hating on her right and so i think a Mm. lot of this is also reclaiming who she because she was uh she was a stripper and let's be clear society doesn't respect strippers right not that that's right but that's how it is and so i think she's probably also gotten a lot of disrespect from other women, been called a chicken head, like all of these other things. I think what was it in Get Up 10? She even mentions like, I was a dancer, but I wasn't having sex. Like there's a difference, right? Like yeah. but people were saying that about her. And the argument is it was probably also women coming at her. Um, okay. So I think that's it. I, I, I really enjoyed the line, uh, this, that collard greens, cornbread, neck, bone, back fat, get it from <clears throat> and, he, and you don't know where your daddy at. 
It's like, Dad, yeah. why are you going to be coming for my dad? <laughs> I wrote that line down, too. I loved it. That comes up later, but as a whole, and I've, I said it before, I'll say it again, leave my family out of this. Like, <laughs> you're coming nah, for nah, my nah. mom, you're coming for your my grandma. Stay, where your grandma Don't stay, worry about where your it. Stay. it oh, God, man. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> pop that pussy like popping pussies going out of style. Pop that pussy while you work. Pop that pussy up in church. Uh-huh. Pop that pussy on the pole. Pop that pussy on the stove. It sounded like an extremely dirty Dr. Seuss to me. It's like, will you pop that pussy on a train? Will you pop that pussy down the lane? I would not, could not pop that puss. I would not, could not. I'm no wuss. Like, it's just... (laughs) Bars! Oh, Jamie's got bars. Um, I loved it. It was so... Yeah, do I... I guess we, what exactly is, 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 so wait, is a woman popping her pussy? Is is that like, I'm going to make this pussy pop or is, or is popping the pussy like having sex? Uh, t- pop, pop that pussy is, is to me is, is having sex. But it, the thing about pop that pussy, it's giving the agency to the woman, right? So the woman is okay. popping that pussy where there's like a okay. difference of like, the line isn't get get fucked at church get fucked here get fucked there but like nah i'm doing the fucking like i'm popping okay uh there's an ownership and an agency that comes with that and or at least in the way that she says it that makes sense. oh <laughs> when a woman bends over and makes the ass checks ass checks ass cheeks clap out sideways like in that porn video okay uh, and the pussy opens and closes a little bit when the cheeks go outward. That is considered popping that pussy or slang for trying to have sexual intercourse with a woman. Okay. So there's like, you know... Usually the person who would say that term will never get the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you've seen twerking. Yeah, of course. Tw- twer- yeah, of course. <laughs> Plenty of times, all the time. Uh <laughs> So it's, it's twerking on a dick, it would be the, essentially popping that pussy, right? Like they're the okay. same. It's that action. <laughs> uh, the the last thing I have on uh, Bicken Head is uh, make that pussy crack a smile, lock your rigs around that pretzel, make him give you a child. I'm like yep. that's pro- that's problematic. You, if I'm if I need to withdraw, I'm going to withdraw, nope. ma'am. Nope, nope, not 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 a Bicken Head. They're gonna make you go in. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose so. I well, I don't like that. That's problematic. <laughs> it is problematic. <laughs> Isn't she currently pregnant? Right now, I don't know. She was during this song. Oh, okay. Which makes it even better, because uh, I wonder <laughs> if he tried to pull out. We'll never know. Uh... <laughs> uh, th- yeah, those are all my thoughts on Bacon Head. Yeah, you kind of hit all of what I had to say too. Um, I've, I still think a fun song. I I thought the all right, all right, all right sample in the background it grew on me. I liked it. Oh, I was curious about. Uh, I looked up where the three hundred five was. So there's this line: "Make that pussy slip and slide like you from the three hundred five. And so I uh-huh. I was too curious, so I needed to know. And so it's Slip and Slide Records, uh, which like had a whole bunch of rappers come from. Rick Ross is one of the people who's launched from there. One of these days, maybe I'll give you a Rick Ross album. Ugh, Whoa. but. Slip Inside Records is 
in Miami, Florida, which is a 305 area code. And so that was like a fun little bit to do. Oh. Like she's like she's got a few of those in there that are like extra references that you might not know or like you're not catching if you don't know. So that was kind of fun. But yeah, that's that's all I had on Bickenhead. Okay. Next we got Bodak Yellow, which is the one I was most familiar with. I I had heard uh-huh. this song before. No way you hadn't. <laughs> I like that ominous droning synth bass and drums that was kind of the background mm. to everything that she was going to say. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. like that that weird kind of relaxed kind of flow. It's difficult to describe. Like I I don't think I'd ever heard a a, a flow like this before. Mm. It, it's very unique. Maybe even like a signature to her. Possibly is that, does mm. that sound correct? I don't uh, know. I don't want to pull- go that far. <laughs> okay. Uh, the line. I pulled out was these expensive, these is red bottoms, these is blood issues. Just kind of <laughs> pulling pull attention that she can afford whatever she wants. And this mm-hmm. is going to keep coming up that I feel like a big part of her appeal is uh, the the female fantasy where she's like, mm. I've got money. My body's rocking. I fuck who I want, when I want. I can buy whatever I want. Like, I'm just, I'm out here living the life. I feel like that's the energy she's coming to, like the female power fantasy. Okay, now now um, I have a question. What you just described, did that have to be a female fantasy? I would argue that's a lot of people's fantasy is the power, the looking good, and the fucking who they want, and the money. Yeah, totally fair. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I think, but I think there is power that a female is, is vocalizing these things. Yes, yes. And I think that is what makes her unique. Yeah, so I think it's an in for a female crowd or Mm, that's in for a female audience yeah uh the next line i pulled out my pussy feel like a lake he want to swim with his face i was like yeah girl (laughs) go ahead oh and i oh man starting this podcast i had no idea how much we were going to be talking about oral sex and it's constant (laughs) it is constant you're right. Let's let's be honest. This is this is why you wanted to start this podcast. Just to advertise <laughs> to any and all people that I will I will swim in any lake. Let's put it that way. Well, not any lake. Oh yes. I'm uh I'm uh I'm actually going to the Olympics. <laughs> oh. Wow. We think highly of ourselves, don't we? I do. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> this is the first time uh we hear the line fixed teeth and uh her teeth comes up mm-hmm. a couple times. And I looked up uh, how her teeth were before, and uh, oh. they weren't—they weren't super great, but they weren't like—they weren't terrible. Mm. But it seems like it seems like that. I mean, it was a big thing for her. Like she was hung up on her teeth. Yeah. Well, I think okay. So I think there's several things here. One is like that's a visual thing, and she was one in a very uh, a field that mattered a lot about what she looked like, right? And so I think uh. I'm sure that came up a lot and was like a part of her. But I also think it plays as this like parallel or this meta this metaphor for her whole life and this idea like she came up from a not so great place and now has all of these things, right? And was genuinely able to fix them herself. Right. Uh, and so I think there's something to that, which I, they may not have been that bad, which is something that she might have said about her growing up situations. Like it's not as bad as it could be, right? It's not that bad. But it haunted me. It was important to me. It, it mattered to me. It mattered on how people perceived me. Ah. Then I was able to fix it. 
right? And so I think it's like a really powerful metaphor that keeps coming up. And I'm not sure if she's like using it that way. And I, but I want to give her that credit of like, it's a metaphor for kind of her whole situation in which I, she didn't get a lot of respect. She got a lot of judgment and then now has the power and is owning it and has fixed the things that she wanted to fix about herself, but also still owning the things about herself that she loved. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I liked how she uh, changed up her flow a lot in this song too. Like it, it she didn't mm-hmm. uh, kind of, kind of stagnate into just one sort of cadence. She was always mixing it up and changing it, which is, always something i enjoy uh this song the beat is sick the cadence is catchy it's just it's just such a good song and this is obviously bravado right this is oh yeah this is the this is the i own shit um and we love it and i would say this is like peak female empowerment like peak like i run this shit uh don't question me yeah I, I like the line. I put my hand above my hip. I bet you dip, he dip, she dip. And I was like, uh-huh. are, we quoting, are we quoting the dip by Freak Nasty? <laughs> and yes, we are. I did not think that, but yes. No? No. Do you not, do you not, not, do you not know the song The Dip by Freak Nasty? I don't think so. Oh my God. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, that's a quote from, an, I, I believe that song came out like 93 or 94. It was like a, it was like a little club bop kind of banger just a uh uh-huh. stupid silly song and she was definitely quoting it so yeah it's funny last thing i have uh i like the line i need these hoes to know none of none of the pretzels is safe and i was like i'm getting usher vibes from that yeah <laughs> oh my gosh i got usher vibes in another song too so i'm really excited that you <laughs> yeah do you have any, any more yeah. thoughts on uh bodak yellow no, that's all I got on Bodak. Uh, next, we got Be Careful. Uh, I liked mm-hmm. that this was a song kind of about betrayal and being cheated on somebody, someone that she thought she was going to marry. Uh, she seems gen- genuinely hurt by this. And mm-hmm. once again, the music is uh, subdued and really just supports her words. Mm-hmm. And she, she says, it's not a threat. It's a warning. Be careful with me. And I, you know, you know, I like that. Oh, yep. I liked her open opening Just be up. Careful. Yeah, opening up a little more in the song. I really like the line. You even got me tripping. You got me yes. looking in the mirror, different, thinking I'm flawed because you inconsistent. Mm, like, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, take mm. some fucking stand on your own two feet. Like you don't need somebody else to like reflect back. To, not to make a mirror analogy so quickly, but like you don't need to look to other people to tell you what you are. And, and the fact that mm-hmm. it got in her head so much that she's seeing things that aren't there. I was like, yo, that's, that's powerful. Like that's a powerful yo. line. Yeah. It's like, a, and it's, it's vulnerable. Yeah. And that's, that's really what I, what, what I liked about that. I didn't pull out too much on that just because it kind of mm-hmm. speaks for itself. Do you have any more thoughts on that one? Yeah. So I've got a few. I love the light piano in the background. Like I like this softness. I would argue even her voice is like a little more tender. Like, even yes, absolutely. The, like it's soft. I love the line, gave you TLC, you want to creep and shit. Like creep and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I creep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would give you TLC, but I know you know it. That's I think. That's... <laughs> ah, TLC. You might have a fortune, but you lose me. You're still gonna be misfortunate. I was like, oh, <laughs> so good. 
let's see. And then, oh, I wanted to say like some background. Like, just, so this song dropped while she's, you know, with Offset, right? Has a baby at, like, we know she's pregnant by this point. And there are rumors that like, this is about Offset, right? Like, oh my God, you're going to marry this person. But it is actually not about him. And so that's like a thing that- oh. A lot of a lot of people like confidently are like this is about Offset. She had actually like written and made this song before she had like fallen in love with Offset. So like that wasn't what this is about. I looked up a, a reference that I didn't know, and I think it's like the second line. She wanted to be like Steph Curry's family, right? And she's like, but we're more yeah. like Belly, Tommy, and Keisha shit. And I was like, I don't know what Belly is. So I looked it up. Belly is a cult classic from 1998 where Tommy, yeah. a.k.a. DMX, cheats on Keisha. And I just don't know that. So now I have to watch Belly. I knew Belly was a movie. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Good job. I think this placement of Be Careful on this album mm. is also important, right? What are we, four songs in? And then we get to this softness. And we get to this theme that we haven't really touched on yet, which is infidelity, yeah. right? Like promiscuity and, and fear of being cheated on but that comes back and so i thought the placement was really well done like we, we she's got us thinking she's strong as shit but then it gives you this feeling of like behind a closed door sometimes she's sad right like this like right there's still insecurity even with the strongest of people mm. the final line she says my heart is like a package with a fragile label on it like that could be yes. a death cab lyric honestly oh my god you're and, right <laughs> and i'm not saying it's like oh it's so good it could be a death i'm just saying they're so similar yeah. You know what I mean? That vibe, like that, that, that yes. heartachey, like, vulnerability naming. Oh, I also like the line, it's going to hurt me to hate you, but loving you's worse. And I was like, oh, oh buddy. Oh, we know that hits. We've we been there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that uh, is, that's all I got on it. Be careful. Cool. I think the, I think Best Life was might be my favorite on the album. Interesting. Why is that? I, Immediately after listening to the song, I was like, I think I like Chance the Rapper. I think I gotta I think I gotta listen to some of his stuff. But I didn't because I know at some point you're probably going to give me Chance the Rapper. Yep. I wonder, I, I, love... I forgot that I had forgotten that the song was on the album and I was like, No, this is his first time hearing Chance. <laughs> Yeah, I, I dug it. I really dug it. I loved the the line "turn my L's into lessons," like taking mm -hmm. taking that making making a loss and learning something from it. Uh, oh, I love you a pussy in a rat like Tom and Jerry. Yes. So many cartoon references. <laughs> I seen the car I wanted, then I paid for it. Cash, cash. So much fun. <laughs> I just, cash, cash. She's just always. I, I love that she's like, I saw a car, so I bought it. I eat steak every day. Fucking, I'm gonna get laid. I don't give a shit. Pay me. Like, whatever. The, it's just right. <laughs> nothing but bragging and just being a baller and doing whatever she wants. Mm -hmm. It's such a fun element. Oh, yeah. And she owns every song, right? Like, she owns yes. it. Like, I think that's one thing that's so interesting and, and almost like an undescribable quality, an indescribable quality of, like, she just like this is her song like you know like even though she's got chance featuring like every mm -hmm. song is still her song she owns it they talking junk and they stink just made me laugh just uh, hearing a, <laughs> hearing a grown woman be like you stink like I, because i think stink. I, I i genuinely think she's saying like you don't smell good I don't think it's like you suck or like you're no good. Like, oh, that movie stinks. No, I'm like, I think she's being like, I don't like the way you straight up smell. Mm-hmm. Which is really rude and also kind of funny. 
Oh, remind me of this. There's something about Radiohead that made me feel the same way. So that's. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, just hearing you say Radiohead is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure some of the things I say, just like, did he just fucking say? Yeah, I was like, I, I heard know, him I say know. that. Uh... Bickenhead, Chance the Rapper's coming in. I love the way he's changing up his flow and beat so effortlessly in his mm-hmm. in his featured portion. The lines, my hands had ash like Pompeii. Now they hold cash, won't peak like Dante. Then the last line I have uh, for Best Life is I really like the line, I did this on my own, I made this a lane. So, it, mm. you know, the, the phrase, you know, st- stay in your lane or whatever, she's not she's not staying in an established lane. She's fucking making her own lane and she's doing it herself, which I, I thought was really mm-hmm. cool. And it feels like it, right? It feels distinct. It feels like she's doing it and she's she's running it. She's, re- she's breaking record. Things I said about Best Life, uh, the skirt. How did you tell me you were singing the skirt in the chorus? What I found me, funny with, about with this, a, like what, skirt, <laughs> like skirt. I, I I thought it was funny that he he called in response the like skirt, like because you know pulling up like skirt, and then was like like skirt singing it again. I yep. thought it was oh, <laughs> it was that 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 stuck out to me as odd, but I liked it. <laughs> I would say chance is a little odd. I was I I thought this might be a think like this playlist contender. I was like this could be in there. Ah, it's pretty positive. You know, turn the L's into lessons. That just like really mm-hmm. lands. This beat is catchy, right? Uh, I liked Chance's line, but she trapped it and she had to make it happen for her life. Don't be mad because she's having shit you had your whole life. We had baggage on our flight. We had badges on our asses. You got passes in your life. You got gadgets on your bike. I just like first of all the case that was cool, but. Like this idea, he's like, you can't be mad because because she's doing great now when we were trapping, right? Like we were not doing mm. great. <laughs> we had baggage on our flight and we had badges on our asses, right? And you got passes in your life. Like you like like you're fine. I don't know. I love that. I love that work. At a certain point, he was he, he was rapping in a way that it almost felt like in a good way. It felt like he was barely keeping up with his own rap. <laughs> like it was like almost getting away from him but he was like he like was fully taken over by by the rap oh yeah that whole line ends with god work magic in my life right and that's like the yeah, climax yeah, yeah, yeah. god work magic in my life like he's like i got you yeah. uh, <laughs> i liked cardi's line i never had a problem showing y'all the real me i think that was just like a key to this whole album that line like mm-hmm. that's just it that's who she is uh, but yeah, I like I like Best Life. Uh, Best Life is could be an Oxcore choice, to be honest. It's not bad. It's oh not- yeah, I could see that for sure. I, that's one I could I could I could see putting on Best Life in the future just for fun for me. Sad Boys Jamie and Caleb here. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Other Side of the Tracks. We just wanted to take a second to thank some folks before we jump back into the episode. First off, thank you to The Milker Project for the use of their arrangement of Never Going Down Again. Scope them out on YouTube for more great arrangements. We also want to thank our sponsors for today's episode. If you want to help keep the lights on over at Sad Boy HQ, you can do so either via our Patreon at patreon.com backslash other side of the tracks. Or 
shoot us an email at othersideofthetrackscast at gmail.com. Your support means the world to us. If you're unable to financially support... Oh, wait, shit, I was going to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, if you're unable to financially support, you can always share us with someone you think would enjoy us. Our sponsors for today's episode are Caleb, the Negro artist Rainy. That's me, who has a couple of poetry books out. Um, the first one is Look Black Boy. The second is Heart Notes. You can also get the first spoken word album, Look Black Boy, on my website, thenegroartist.com. The other sponsor is Editor Taylor's podcast, The Tantalus Tales, a real place story-driven D&D podcast. Scope it out wherever you find podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We love hearing from you listeners, so feel free to reach out to us via social media. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hello, my name is Taylor. I am the DM and lore master of the Tantalus Tales, a real play D&D podcast following the misadventures of three unlikely heroes across the universe. So, who wants to save the world? Am I getting paid for this? Uh, shut up, Bakar. Yes. Well, I'd say that if if the world is gone, we probably won't get paid. Can I give it to my god? I, I mean, ideally, no. Alright, so are we just going to solve this in our usual method, you guys? So, you guys try to sneak, and when you get caught, I kill them? More or less. Let's just drench the flagstones in blood like we normally do. Do we want to do help me? I'm okay with the quest that I'm currently on. I'm not here to save the world. The car, I swear to God, <laughs> any God, you're going to get it. Join us for more misadventures on The Tantalus Tales, wherever you find podcasts. Mm-hmm. Next we got, I like it. <laughs> I liked it too. I like I that tell. classic. I like I like the classic, I like it like that, in sample in the background with a big bass bass drum coming in. And just, I mean, she just proceeds to tell us all the things she likes. She likes million dollar deals and going to the jeweler and texts from my exes when they want second chances, proving pretzels wrong. Uh, I mean, she's just diamonds, dripping, stunting, cars, whatever she wants. And at the, like I said at the beginning, I like by the end of the song, I know exactly what she likes. <laughs> of course, the line you know I was going to pull out is she's bout her coins like Mario. Yes! <laughs> I knew it. I was like, yeah. It's like, what's weird is I never thought of Mario specifically liking coins, but I guess he fucking <laughs> must. He like, loves it's just, them. It's, he loves them. Ooh, I almost made a joke that I can't make. Um, <laughs> okay. The line, I, I run this shit like cardio, beautiful work, mm-hmm. so clever, so fun. Like and I love, I love the way she goes, oh, he's so handsome. What's his name? Oh, just the, co- <laughs> the confidence and the, and the playfulness. And I don't, I don't know how to put it. Uh, Ooh, I love the word playfulness. I think that's a thing that we haven't named yet. Yes. Yes. There is an element of playfulness to her where, where she's. I think she's saying, oh, he's so handsome, what's his name? Because because she likes how he looks, but also she knows she's saying it with like a wink and a nod. Like she can right, say like, what's his like name? she can have it. <laughs> mm, so playful. I loved it. And this is the first, you, you say it a lot, but this is the first time I think I've heard it in a song when, when we hear a gang gang. <laughs> I do say that a lot. 
<laughs> and is that just this is just, the first means... time that I've given you a song with Gang Gang in it, isn't it? Huh. And Gang Gang is just like right on, right? <laughs> okay, it's a fun story about Gang. Yeah, it is. It's just a placeholder word of anything, really. It's an it's an affirmation. It's a, like a, yeah. Uh, it's just so funny. I went to a white wedding at one point, right? And I was the only b- black person there, but I had I was like with a date and and whatnot and name her gay <laughs> no um <laughs> <laughs> every time <laughs> and gang gang had like made it so into my lexicon like so into my vocabulary that i set it like as a period to a lot of sentences i'm like yeah that sounds great gang gang and like i just it just <laughs> slid in and so i was at this wedding and i got every white person in the bridal party to start saying gang gang as a period to something. And I just, it was so fulfilling oh my for God. me. Uh, <laughs> and they also had this moment and they said, what does it mean? And I was like, what do you think it means? Listen to how I use it and then use it the same uh, way. And that's it. That's the answer. <laughs> that's how language mm. works. Uh, but we just got to love what black people do with language. <laughs> Your daughter makes a beautiful bride, gang gang. Like <laughs> there was a moment, I'm literally sitting in the front row and we've got one of the groomsmen turns to me and just kind of goes, gang gang. Like in the middle of the vows at one point, <laughs> like like I it, I'm not shitting you. I had really infiltrated that whole uh, wedding, the marriage. They say it all the time. <laughs> Congrats! But no, uh, uh, that, so that yeah. honestly makes me feel good. <laughs> then we have a l- extended uh, Spanish portion of the song uh, mm-hmm. that I did not translate because <laughs> I just wanted to i wanted to appreciate the language and how it settled on my mm-hmm. ears and mm-hmm. i i liked uh, the musicality of mm-hmm. of the different language and i thought it, it 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 blended very well and the only the only thing i could pull out that i knew is at some point he says the devil is my name and i was like fuck yeah dude <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's like, great like did you did you do any uh translation? so right 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 i did it <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, and I think our English speaking privilege is showing here. I would say, uh oh, sorry, folks. El diablo. But I also think Miyama. I don't know what you're saying at all. I know very little. The devil Spanish. is my name. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'll say this. I'll say this. I think you were right about your your approach to it. Right, this song gets popular, and people listen to this song without knowing a lick of Spanish. Right, um, and so I think that's one thing to name. But then two, like we have to know the audience, right? And and I think this was really a feel us, enjoy us, we're doing it. I like found a few phrases and I'm gonna be honest, I don't I don't think that those verses are particularly um, deep from what okay. I understood. I pulled out some words and you know, we've got like loading up the chopper, like those kind of concepts. So like, I just don't think a firearm, let me, they didn't say chopper, right? Cause it's in Spanish. Yeah, I think it is uh, sit and enjoy this and like it and just be like, I like it like that. And like, that's kind of it. Like, I like this. But I do, I, I, I'm I internally conflicted about not translating it. Uh-huh. Well. <laughs> oh, uh, it's the devil calls me Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh. <laughs> is, is what you uh, heard. Uh, that's still pretty fucking cool. Cool line. <laughs> Bar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I think I think I like it is literally like such a straightforward song, and I like that about Cardi B. She's not she's not she's playful, but she's not playing around, right? Like we know what she's about. Ah, um, ooh, <laughs> that was a great review. <laughs> 
She's playful, but she's not playing around. I love it. Nah, she's serious. Also, I liked that we had not my coins like Mario. I was thinking about um, of, of mentioning to video games simply because when we get to Radiohead at one point, I'm like, is this a video game sound? And so I was like, hey, here's a connection to Radiohead. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I'm tr- I was I was trying, uh, but that is all I've got for I like it. All right. Uh, we're going to move on to Ring. I like this is a much slower, a much softer feel. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is more R&B than mm-hmm. than anything we've had so far on this album. I liked the I liked the vulnerability showing some musical range too. I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. Cardi, here we go." Mm-hmm. The line a pretzel is only going to do what you allow. That's really great advice. <laughs> it's, it's 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 actually talking about fucking setting up boundaries and making yeah. sure that people are going to treat you the way that you let them so don't tolerate okay therapy jamie like. yeah dude i'm <laughs> therapized i'm back i'm better than ever <laughs> although so this is about like not somebody not calling not responding and she says, you know, learn to text with your with your nose if your thumb broke like i don't give a shit no excuses get back to me <laughs> Uh, I like the line, uh, the ring on my phone, ring on my finger. You acting like you ain't trying to do neither. Yes, yes. Once a good girl, watch me turn diva. Here goes my heart. I put it on speaker. Oh, Mm -hmm. so much fun wordplay and imagery. That was so good. Just such a fantastic little verse that is all about, you know, double meanings, entendres. And, you know, here goes my heart putting on speaker like the speakerphone we're listening to it through a speaker and she's like saying i'm putting my heart out there for this so wonderful and and that's that consistently things like this i'm always super happy to find because i feel like lines like this can only exist in the medium of rap Mm. where it's so it's so tightly packed and condensed and full of beautiful imagery and meaning you can pull out it's it's almost like um like a concentrate, like like a yeah, like a fizzy. Like what were those little tablets you used to put in water to like make it turn into juice? You know what I'm talking about? No, <laughs> there were these things. There were like these little fizzy tablets that you throw in a glass of water, and it would like become <laughs> like orange soda, Ooh. or whatever, no, or root beer, or whatever. So it's it, it's it's like taking a bite of that. It's like the whole thing is just Ooh. so condensed. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. So I said I think this one and best life are my possibly my two favorites on the album interesting okay huh yeah because this one is super vulnerable right i mean the first line is should i call first i can't decide i want to but a bitch got pride right like that is <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like we just go right in with with how we're feeling um i love this chorus like singing it i just it's yeah, you hit the line that really mattered to me, the ring on my phone, ring on my finger. That, oh, I thought, you know, near the end, we have the line, now you all cut up. Yeah, you all cut up. And I was like, Usher? Uh, mm. <laughs> and that was it. That was all. I, I like this song. I'm surprised that it's like contender for your top one, but I, I'm not mad about it. I, I also like the line, and I, I no, it don't go to my head. I'm only arrogant in bed. Even yes. when she's like being vulnerable and like emotional and letting us know how she feels. She's like, but one thing you got to know, I fuck well. <laughs> no matter what the situation is, I got yeah. that. <laughs> I, you don't have to worry about that. I 
am going to have sex with you, and you're going to enjoy it. Uh, oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, no. There's, uh, I'm in the midst of asking Cardi B what she thinks of Mario, and there's a gif of Mario doing... Uh, his, he's headbanging, but it looks like he's... Uh, a chicken head? Chicken heading? <laughs> chicken heading? <laughs> I think it's a big yeah. verb. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. We're going to use that one. <laughs> Lovely. Next, we got Moneybag, which was my least favorite on the album. <laughs> you see, you, you, she said Moneybags too many times. <laughs> I wasn't here for it. I had uh, a feeling. But, that, yeah. But I did love the line. He can tell from the front that I got ass behind me. I was like, yeah, yes. I know exactly what, I know exactly what you're talking I, about. Mm-hmm, it's great. Mm-hmm. And then who's do you know the guy who's on this album or the song with her? No, I don't. Just I, I it looked like he was it felt like he was having a stroke in in a fancy store where he's just like money bag, Gucci bag, Louis bag, that kind of bag, this bag, also Gucci bag again, also Louis bag again. I don't know. It just seemed like he was half asleep just saying the names of bags and I didn't like it. Gucci bag, money bag, Louis bag. The 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 line I think I like the most when she says they be taking shots, miss, miss, X and O, kiss, kiss. Oh, I fucking love that. <laughs> that is good. That is good. Once again, doing hitting that miss, miss, pairing it with X and O. And of course, you know, at the end of letters, people are like, XO, XO, meaning, you know, kiss and hugs and just hit kiss, kiss, because it was two misses, because yep. it was two X's. So fucking good. So fucking clever and smart and just, she, I that's love the thing shit is, like that. She's having fun, but she's clever as shit. I liked I like the line tramps jumping on my dick. That's why they call me trampoline. Uh, call it trampoline. I don't know why <laughs> that just makes me laugh. <laughs> I want to get into a little bit is the phrase talking sideways. Is that just talking shit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you talking it's, shit. I, I, like I, I use it. I use context clues, but I was like, I wonder what like sideways means. Does it mean you're like cocking your head and like talking like your mouth is sideways or something? I well, don't it's know. also talk out of. You've heard talking out of the side of your mouth too, right? It's like also it's like making yeah. shit up. Right, so like I think it's oh, it's, okay. a, it's overlap with both of those. Yeah, okay. I, um, I really like the line. What is it? These bitches salty. They sodium. They jelly petroleum. Jelly always petroleum. T- talking in the background. <laughs> Don't ever come to the podium, Chef Cardi B. I'm cooking up, and I, I just. Oh, I love that line too, but I, I was concerned that she was putting petroleum jelly in something she was making, and I was like, I don't want mm. that. No, you don't. <laughs> like that's not what that's nah. for. That's not, you should, no, 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 no. But also, even that cadence to that line is fun, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I assume this one and maybe one other one is as your least favorite. So that makes sense. I thought this instrumental is the closest to like the techno-esque radio head sound that we'll talk about later. So also didn't super land for me. So, <laughs> so next we got Bard- Bardier Cardi. How do you fucking say that? Yeah, I don't know how to say it either. Bardier Cardi. <laughs> so this one... I said it was almost tongue twister level rhyming to this one. Like as somebody who who worked in theater for a long time and act on stage that like your bitch want to party with Cardi, Cardi, Barty and Rari. Like, it's so fucking hard to say. Your yeah. bitch want to party with Cardi, Cardi, Barty and Arari. That could be a tongue twister warm up before Ooh. you go on stage. Your bitch want to party with Cardi, Cardi, Barty and Arari. Cartier, Cartier, or Barty, or Barty. It's so hard to say. I'm going to give it to my students now. 
You like, should. Hi, students, we're going to work on tongue twisters today. Do you know uh, Toy Boat? You ever tried doing Toy Boat, Toy Boat, Toy Boat? Yes, I can't that? do that at all. I'm a professional speaker person, and I just can't do those things. <laughs> can you a professional speaker person? <laughs> <laughs> can you do? Uh, can you do the uh, girl gargoyle, guy gargoyle? Oh, I've never heard that one. Try it. So it's girl gargoyle. Yeah, girl oh, gargoyle, no. guy I'm gargoyle. Already... <laughs> do girl it. Do gargoyle, it. Girl gargoyle, guy gargoyle. Okay. <laughs> girl gargoyle. I am not the mother pheasant. Boy gargoyle. No, it's gargoyle. not boy. It's guy. <laughs> it's even guy. Oh, yeah. shit. So uh, what I'm saying girl is gargoyle, that's really hard. Guy gargoyle. Oof. Okay, hey. I'm, I'm retiring did it. from speaking. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I'm just silent but for I'm the saying, rest of the episode. <laughs> I say all this to say it's impressive that she, if they didn't double up the tracks and she did that every time, it's fucking impressive because I can't mm-hmm. say it. Oh, she did her own shit. You know it. <laughs> so what is what exactly is putting the pussy on Offset? Uh, offset's her dude. Oh, oh, <laughs> now everything makes so much more now sense. Now it all connects. So she's putting the pussy on Offset. Like, she's naming her man. Okay, okay, okay. So much, so much more understanding now. I thought, <laughs> she's bragging about all this stuff, and I'm like, I thought it was her being like, nobody, no, it's it's turned off. It's Offset. You can't, no. Like, it's pussy's Offset. Off. I'm done. Yeah. It's yeah. It's sealed up. It's sealed up. <laughs> I don't know why I don't like that. <laughs> uh, of course, I pulled out the line, fly is a Martian, because every I time. Know. <laughs> so I think we really got to talk. I think we actually have to get into this. <laughs> every single album, every single time we get to Aliens, is there actually something there? <laughs> Like are we are we cracking the code here? Like is FBI listening? Like are Mulder and Scully gonna knock down my door? Because yeah. how can every album have every something album. about aliens? It's I, I, I think, think they're real. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not I'm not I haven't bought it yet. I'm of the opinion that it hasn't been ruled out. It makes sense that it's possible. I also think it's very, very possible that we would never, ever, ever have any contact with them. Because also because we're all going to die. And like, the human race is going to die in like 50 years. So in the next 50 years, you think we're meeting the the Martians? Well. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to point, I'm going to point my my fucking bat into right field. And I'm going to call this shot. And I'm going to say, before I die, I think we'll have confirmation of alien life. Oh my God! You're gonna go. Okay. I don't, All right. I don't. I, I don't just... know if we're. I don't know if it's gonna be there. <laughs> I. I don't think they're gonna be landing on the White House lawn and shaking hands with with the with President Lauren Hill, but <laughs> I. But I do think we're gonna get some sort of confirmation. Like we're gonna get a signal or a response or something before I die. Wow. Okay. All right. And when this happens, like we're I'm gonna we're gonna bring this episode back up. For the people to yep. know that you called it. Yep. Yep. You're like, there's record, there's proof. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's enough alien. If it, talk. If it happens, uh, I'll buy you a beer. Also. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shout out to Big Grove. <laughs> One beer for being correct about alien existence. <laughs> the line, your bit, your bitch want to party with Cardi. I honestly don't know if she's bragging or warning us not to let 
our bitch party with Cardi. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both. And don't call my don't call my bitch a bitch. She's she's a <laughs> you, you call... treat her... <laughs> That's my quote. Don't call my bitch a bitch. Don't do it. <laughs> don't call my bitch a bitch. And so Mr. This is the first time I'm introduced to uh Mr. 21 Savage. Yeah. I've heard the name before, but I've never heard his uh work. Mm. And what do we so think? Apparently uh, I didn't <laughs> want I didn't want to uh seek him out like I did Chance the Rapper. Uh-huh. Uh because it seems like he's got something in common with uh DJ Khaled where he says, I don't eat pussy, I'm fasting. Yes, on God. <laughs> on God, yeah. He wants to he wants to make sure everyone knows he doesn't eat pussy. Dude, there's no way Lil Wayne is okay with that. Right. I mean, I guess it's more for him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and then he said, okay. And then the line, of course. 21 Savage comes in and says, told the waitress I ain't tipping. I knew I like it. Hot sauce on, yep. I like hot sauce on my chicken, pull the rubber off, and I put hot sauce on her titties. There's a <laughs> lot that I do not like about that line. First off, you told the waitress you're not tipping? I don't like that. You should tip your servers. That's rude. <laughs> but I do like hot sauce on my chicken. Mm, we love it. But I, I, don't, I don't support pulling the rubber off without consent. Right, right. Where was the communication? I can't imagine a scenario where everyone's happy that you put hot sauce on her titties. <laughs> like that's hey, a, don't kink shame. I, I'm not. Well, I am. Am I shaming? Well, no. The hot I, sauce. I, the hot sauce has to be his hot sauce. Like his, you know, like he pulled the rubber oh, and then he. Oh, 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 oh! My God, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> so he uses so hot sauce twice, sense. and one of them yes, is not yes, actually hot yes. sauce. Oh, I mean, it's like okay. probably warm. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Yep. Okay. Now I'm back on board. I still think you should tip your waitress, <laughs> but 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 uh, I was like I was like capsaicin on areolas. Like that's gonna be painful for everyone. I will be honest though. You have now put that thought in my head, and I would lick hot sauce off a titty. That's that sounds great. Now that I think about it. Uh, I mean, if it was if it was presented <laughs> to me. Right, I'm not going to make it happen. Yeah, but I'm not going to... Wait, wait, wait. What hot sauce are you talking about, Caleb? You know, that's a great question. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Probably Louisiana is what I want. Yeah, that's probably what I would want off the titty. Okay. Little crystal? (laughs) No, no, no. Okay, moving Uh, on from hot sauce. Yeah. The line, I got your bitch and she naked ice on a cake when I bake it. First off, what's she doing? What's she doing with my woman? Like, why do you have her and she's naked? I don't like this. And then, secondly, that's not when icing goes on a cake. It'll be ruined. You don't ice a cake before you bake it, Ms. B. That's probably another sperm thing. Uh, yeah, that was my guess. But I'm also confused by it a bit because it's... who's saying that line? It's it's Cardi. That's why I got confused by it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I think there's a lot there. Uh, my final thought on uh, Barty Cardi is at the end, Twenty One Savage goes, "Who's Cardi?" And at the end of the, at the end of the song, I was like, "Who does he think we've been talking about this whole time?" <laughs> this song with <laughs> who's Cardi? Uh, Sounds like he spent a little bit too much time at a trap house. 
Oh, now you're so proud of yourself for knowing that now. <laughs> Vocabulary. <laughs> I really hadn't thought about the fact that you're like, have I been in a trap house? Yep. <laughs> oh, um, I you you hit everything I wanted to talk about this about you hit nice. Cardi's flow and like the wording, her cadence, like it is flawless. Cool. Next is she bad. Which I think is probably my second least favorite on the album. Uh-huh. My vote was that this would be your least favorite. I thought you would almost actively hate this one. I wrote, I don't think Jamie will like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's the repetition. I think that's what mm-hmm. really gets me. She bad. She bad. She bad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, no. She, that ass. That ass. Yeah. That's what it is. I get it. She's, she's, she's got a big old booty. We all know it by this point. Oh, yeah. I did like the line, my account got commas in it. Damn, daddy, you fine as hell. Hope your condoms got wallet. Uh, or <laughs> hope your condoms got wallets in it. Hope your wallet <laughs> got condoms in it. And once again, it's that female fantasy coming up and being like, ooh, you, I hope we can have sex. But also, yeah. public service announcement, folks, don't store your condoms in a wallet. It will ruin them. It makes yeah. them less reliable. Heats mm-hmm. them up. And we want your Jimmy's intact. Oh, my <laughs> goddamn Jimmy thing. <laughs> Oi, Ma, I need another Jimmy. This one's already got hot sauce in it. <laughs> oh, I'm cutting that one specifically for a ringtone. That was really fucking good. <laughs> um, uh, so she's saying all this badass stuff that she does. And then she's yep. like, and I wear off-white at church. Yeah, Is that a thing? Can you not wear white at church? Uh... No, that's not. I don't know. I I don't. I like. I I just assumed it was a rule. I like don't know that as a rule. But also, I mean, like, let's be clear. Right before that, she's writing a verse while I twerk. So like, she wears off white yeah. at church, which white is like supposed to be pure. And I'm just we got to name that those two don't oh, go together, okay. right? Oh, and then okay. also the following line, right, which is probably make the preacher sweat. Read the Bible, Jesus wept. <laughs> Dude, I like that line a lot. It was badass. Anytime, anytime anybody says Jesus wept, I was like, I'm on, like, yeah, I'm on board. Like, it's just a, it's did, just a cool. Weep. I don't, yeah, maybe it speaks to my sad boy nature even more. I'm like, even Jesus wept. Aww. <laughs> um, <laughs> the next line I pulled out is, "Pussy bald, suck his dick through his drawers like the." I, I can't say, okay, black people can say drawers differently than white people can. I can't say it right. How the fuck do you, like, what is it? It depends on the sentence for me. Um, okay, I'm going to try and say it like black people say it. <laughs> oh, no. I need that right. to be a setup. All right, here we go. Pussy bald, suck his dick through his draws, lick the balls just because, <laughs> lick the balls just draws? because. Draws. Am I saying it right? Draws? You said draw, drawers, drawers. It's it's called D R A W D R A W E R S. Yeah, how do you I want to say, say drawers? Drawers. Oh no, no. Got the A sound. Well, vowel constant of vowel. We actually saying it right. White people, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. It's the draws. But I, I, I want to get to uh, pussy bald. Yes. There, sorry. There's, there's... Okay. Yes. <laughs> I feel like women are more hung up on their pubic hair than they need to be. Mm, like, yeah, I, mm. I feel like there's a weird pressure for it to be a certain way. And and mm. I'm here to say, as <laughs> as long as everybody's hygienic, I don't care. I don't care about your pubic hair. 
I love this bar. You're like, I, I'm here to say, and I just yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any specific feelings on no? Female yeah. Pubic so hair? I think the same way. You know, it's our society and what images that we tell or, or what standards we put on women on this idea of like everything needs to be perfectly manicured right like we tell women like everything needs to be like perfectly done in a certain way but no i'm all for just like whatever you makes you happy <laughs> like wherever yeah. you're at whatever you want to be be doing great yeah yeah <laughs> like how you put in hygienic yeah that's great but overall just yeah i i to me it's always a what what you want to do with your body i'm here for it and i think it's kind of odd because i don't think men get the same lesson of like how important it's it is or unimportant it is to care about your pubic hair but i think it's really common for women to feel like they have to care right and i'm saying maybe maybe just you don't have to you can let that go oh, yeah maybe let that maybe let that go let that go have l- allow yourself one last thing to like you know work. yeah uh next line i pulled out is face down ass up i got perfect posture Perfect posture. Like that. it's, a, it's a great, yeah. It's, 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 I love that in many ways. Do you? Do you love that? Yeah. I do. Here. I, I do. And then I didn't like that she in, invited me to beat this pussy up. I was like, I don't want to beat beat that up. That phrase really tickles me. I'm sorry. Something about that. That <laughs> phrase is common. People say it a lot. Beat this pussy. And it just makes me laugh. Really? I don't know. Yeah. It's a very common phrase. I, I think Nicki Minaj wanna... has a song, but it's, is it's it called beat it this is, pussy up? It like literally just says beat 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 this pussy up. Like it like just goes. I well, I don't I mean, like if she said it if she's <laughs> requesting it. I mean I guess here we here we go. But, but it I always mean... gives me the imagery of like literal like just swinging fists, right? Like yeah, like a like yes. a right hook at the pussy. And yeah, that just seems so odd to me. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's those are those are all my thoughts on she bad. Yeah, uh, she bad is my least favorite song on the album. I okay, I, I yeah, it is the repetition for me. It feels lacking, but it did. You know, it had that line that made me laugh. Uh, Cardi's still Cardi's never bad. That's also a thing though. It's like it's not like it's bad. Uh, it's just like the sound and the and the whole song structure eventually just gets to be enough. It's like a four minute song, and it could it could be like a one minute interlude. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I actually, yeah, let's move on. Next, we got Through Your Phone. We got a slower, moodier synth with this kind of angelic voice being like, I went through your phone last night. And uh, mm-hmm. that already gave me an- anxiety. And of course, <laughs> first Jamie, night, have you gone through someone's phone? I know. It just seems like it's such an invasion. So you've never done it? You know, an invasion of privacy? Oh, oh, wow. okay. Taylor, you, you sneaky dog, you. <laughs> Going through phones? No, I don't go through people's phones. I don't, I've never had a reason to. Or are you worried that someone's going through your phone and you're being no, sneaky? I, I got no, I got no worries there either. But it just seems, it seems like a, it seems like if you were caught up, you would be a proud of you on that. Proud of you on that. It would be. It would be very. It would be bad. I mean, and, and we go into it. She talks about all the things she fucking sees. But I don't like that she wants to call my mom and tell her that she raised a bitch. 
Leave my mom alone. Nah, your mama needs to know. Ja- ja- Jamie's mom already knows. Oh, my mom loves me. <laughs> yeah, and she she says she uh, I seen y'all's little group text where you brag about your hoes. Mm. Like, dude, this Snapchat exists for a reason, friends. That but that's getting caught up. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, oh, the the line that made me I laughed out loud out loud when she says, "Little bitch, I cannot stand you." Right-handed Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. There's something like <laughs> very matronly about that. That you're just like, "I cannot stand you." Right-handed yeah. Jesus. It just a very uh, motherly line in a way. It's just, it is, but uh, also, an, uh, but it's also <laughs> a little bitch, like yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and then she she said you're gonna turn me into left eye, like she's gonna get so mad that she's gonna go like crash her car. Is that what I was? Um, I I was curious because I was like I don't know everything that happened with left eye. He burned a mansion down. Left eye burned a mansion down. Yeah, at some point, out of like anger. Oh wow. Ooh, she mad. She mad. Yeah. <laughs> I love um, so yeah. I took a list of like what are the other things that she was doing. Right? She's like, I might just cut all the tongues out of your sneakers. Fucking savage. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed like a, a very Home Alone like level prank, though. <laughs> oh, but then we get we get further with I'm gonna make your uh-huh. bowl of cereal uh-huh. with a teaspoon of bleach. Serve it to you. Like here you go, nigga. Bon appetit. <laughs> Yeah, I pulled that out too. It made me laugh so hard, and I think the reason why is because of the the precise measurement. <laughs> I know. Like, just a teaspoon. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna pour bleach in your cereal. It's like I'm gonna take a teaspoon and just put teaspoon. bleach in it and measure it out. Uh, Go ahead, man. As 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 a fat man that loves cereal. <laughs> Hear, hearing anybody like talk about messing with my cereal makes me viscerally upset. Because I, I was wondering if like is a, it would a teaspoon be like undetectable, but also like fuck you up? Like she knows that. Oh, oh my god. Okay, again, we got a recurring theme when she says everyone was right about you. So I have to hammer it on home. Trust your friends right. and family when it comes to your relationships, people. If uh, if your friends and family are telling you to get away from this person, get away from this person. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh. <laughs> oh, I, the, the next, the next line, I, the final line I had pulled out was, "You don't even cheat with no batter bitches." Like she's even mad that like <laughs> she was cheating and she wasn't as yep. good looking as her, which I guess me... would be a, would burn me up a little bit. Now that I'm thinking it through, come like, on, like, like you would, you'd be like with, with that guy. Come on. Like, I feel like you'd be upset if they were hotter, and you'd be upset if they were less attractive than you. It's different, it's different upset, were... though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least there'd be, like, some sort of reasoning behind it if you perceive them as more attractive. Right. You'd be like, I and get that's... it. Like, you're reaching up. Uh, that's all I have for uh, through your phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that song, interesting. Oh, we, we skipped the line. She's also getting more mad at you thinking about stabbing you. Don't even know that you're uh-huh. this close to dying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get him. Yeah, this was a <clears throat> personally not a great song for me. I have been through someone's phone, didn't end well. Oh, not a great no. place to be. Do oh, not recommend no. for the people. 
See, dude. My oh, statement buddy. for the people is if you're in a place where you think you need to go through their phone, uh-huh. you should just end that relationship. Bingo, buddy. <laughs> Nail on the fucking head. That's exactly what I was, I was going to say to you. Yep, so, I know. Yes. We learned. We learned. And you can't unlearn the things you learn either. So. Oh, yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, we are officially saying don't go through your partner's phone and if you feel like you must, end the relationship. The official other yeah. side stance on phone going through. <laughs> Quote me on it. Let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this this song like pairs really well or is really connected to the what is it? Be careful, right? Like it's that follow up to that mm-hmm. that idea is be careful with me and now I'm looking in your phone. And I think it's so interesting that this like narrative is threaded through this album at the same time that we are just being a, a bicken head, right? Like the, the fact that like these things just like <laughs> mix and match in the fact that we have i you know write a verse while i twerk i wear off white at church probably right from from she bad to hey i'm really insecure so insecure that i'm going to look through your phone right i'm mm. the baddest bitch out here but i'm ah. at the level of going and snooping through your things right it's so interesting i don't know like it, it makes her more complex it makes it like depth to her character of being like because because in no way is she ever not the baddest right but she's like you're you're mm-hmm. cheating on people who aren't even as bad as me right like she's never naming that but it adds to to that level of like even at the baddest she's not being treated the best and even at the baddest there's some instability and insecurity and even the baddest got to deal with that so i don't know yeah. i like i like that that added to this album, and if this didn't exist in the album, the album would be lacking majorly, I think. I'd agree. Yeah. I, serving as a companion to be careful, for sure. And and reinforcing it. Right. All right. Finally, we have I Do. Uh, mm-hmm. I like this song. It was interesting. I, I'm, I'm getting the feeling for these games that people play that I would have never thought about, where she's like, I left a pretzel on red because I felt like it. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm putting pieces together where it's basically they have the notifications turned on that they read the message and yep. is intentionally leaving him hanging, right? Yep, yep. It's going, I saw this, but I'm not going to respond. Okay, I don't know why anybody has that setting turned on ever. Like, why would you want to know that? Why would you want to know that someone read re- read it and didn't respond? And why would you want... Someone so, to know, like, and, and vice so versa. It's like, a it setting you place on, right? So you set it. Yeah. So that J- I can set it so that, Jamie, when you text me, you know that I've read your message. You don't really have control okay. over that. Are, are you sure? Yeah, I can set my I own have... read receipt. What do you mean? Okay. I, th- I thought just across the board, if it's like, hey, do you want, do we have those turned on? I'm, I'm looking at my phone right now. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Do we? I'm going to text you okay. right now. Did you see it? Get, so you saw but, right does it see, so you don't have read receipts see, on right and so I it tells me that it's del- right and it tells me that it's delivered but i could put on my read receipts which allows you to know when i've read it yeah that sounds horrible right and so you do it just to let people know <laughs> like it really yeah, is just that okay. I, I, I don't know why the setting was ever created yeah fucking turn that setting off <laughs> okay we're already too much I mean, well, at least I'll speak for myself. We're already a little bit too much on our phones or whatever. People don't need to be knowing when you're reading text messages. Like, that's, no, we don't need to know that shit. It's a text. I'll get to it when I get to it. Damn. Um, 
next I pulled out a line. Uh, I think you broke hoes need to get a job. I think Lauren Hill would agree. Yeah. <laughs> the line, pussy so good, I say my own name during sex. Yes, I knew you were Lovely. pull that line out. Lovely. And for the record, I said record, record, sales. Oh, so good. <clears throat> Saying, using the word record three different times for three different meanings in like 14 syllables. Like, who the fuck can do that? That's so impressive. I love it. cold, dude. Ugh. Honestly, the more I think about it, the more it might be my favorite line ever. Only time I'm a lady is when I lay these hoes to rest. So fucking <laughs> dope. It's such a, I'm, I do think I'm going to start saying that. Uh. <laughs> I wish I wish I was a female just so I could say only time I'm a lady is when a lady's host arrest. <laughs> and the, the final final line I pulled out is only real shit comes in my mouth and only real pretzels go in it. Oh, oh shit! So good. Ah, uh. uh, that's 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 all I have for I do I do what I do I do I do I do I do. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. I was, I was here for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you said leave his text on red, leave his balls on blue. I was like, that's cruel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love this like reference. We're at the end of this album, and we and we've got uh, they said by now that I'll be finished. Hard to tell. Uh, mm-hmm. My little fifteen minutes lasting long as hell, huh? That's like a that's like a fuck you to anyone who was like, oh, that is a fuck I'm a you. Th- yeah. So fucking good. Let's see. I loved. Look, broke hoes do what they can. Good girls do what they told. Bad bitches do what they want. That's why a bitch so cold. Like it's just. Uh, Woo. Uh, <laughs> it's like okay, we see you. You do what you want. Bad bitch out here. And I did like the line: "If they can't make you richer, they can't make you come." Like that. There's just like gateway. Yeah. Like, you gotta be. You gotta be helping me progress, or you not in this. <laughs> You're not gonna get lost in the sauce. No, you're not getting lost in the sauce. But that's all. That's all I had. And I do. I I like the song. I thought it was a good one. Like it's a, it's one that I'd be happy to listen to again. Yeah. So overall feelings on on invasion of privacy. We you, you seem to like it. Yeah. Over overall positive. I I I'd be surprised if it if it reaches the realm of like, you know, take care and channel orange for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I could I I could see picking out some songs and throwing them on my playlist for sure. Mm-hmm. That's it. Fantastic. <laughs> How long was that?